This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Before uh, talking about our topic this morning, I just want to plug my new show. It's called Pet Sounds 2.0. It's uh, every fourth Thursday at 10 a.m. It's a one-hour live program. It's kind of an extension of this show. I bring in a, a guest, and we talk about one particular topic, so we have an expanded discussion on topics. And because it's live, we also open uh, the show up to c- listeners like yourselves to call in to contribute uh, to our discussion. So please uh, tune in on the every fourth Thursday at 10 a.m. at WERU. Today's uh, topic is uh, just general pet maintenance. I think we're all thinking about spring cleaning coming up in the next uh, couple weeks. I thought I'd get a jump on spring cleaning and talk about how to keep our pets' areas where they live clean. Uh, With pets comes responsibility. With responsibility comes keeping your pets clean and their living areas tidy. Unfortunately, pet maintenance includes cleaning up diarrhea found on the rug when you come home from a movie or wiping up urine on the floor after you stepped in it with your stocking feet first thing in the morning. We all have had acute maintenance catastrophes like that. Today, though, we'll talk about routine house cleaning for your pets. This is one of the costs of having pets. Because they share your home, their activities result in messing up parts of your house, and their messes cannot be ignored. Tumbleweeds or dust bunnies are common sights along the walls, under chairs, or rolling across the floor in front of you when you are sitting having a cup of coffee. Also, sheets of hair on your couch or bed add to the hair problem. Some of this is unavoidable, so vacuuming is your only resort. But diligent brushing can reduce the amount. Keeping hair to a minimum helps people with pet allergies and reduces places for fleas to hang out. Occasional or monthly bathing may may help in some breeds. Some pets need regular baths due to a skin condition. Your veterinarian should be involved in how often and with what shampoo to use. Bathing cats can be an adventure. If you don't have to bathe your cat, don't. Muddy paws on the floor is unsightly. Prevention is best. However, even toweling off the feet at the door is often incomplete because the hair between the toes is almost impossible to wipe clean. Trimming hair and wearing booties helps. I put baby socks on Ben, my dog, when he comes in with snowy or wet paws. By the time he shakes the socks off, the paws are dry. Animal smells. There are all kinds emanating from your pet's body. Yeasty ears, halitosis, anal glands, greasy hair coat, infected skin, ulcerative growths, moist hot spots, poop stuck to fur under the tail, incontinence leading to urine-soaked fur, and gas will all stink up a house. These are all medical conditions that can be serious and drive you from the house or you drive the pet out of the house. These conditions need veterinary care, pronto. Water dishes need constant attention. They, be, they can become dirty and slimy overnight. Some breeds of dogs have excessive slobber like St. Bernard's. Cats like to put their food in the water. And there are some medications you can put in the water that, with time, will make the dish dirty. So it's important to pay attention to the water dish on a daily basis. The food dish doesn't need as diligent monitoring, but should not be ignored. Oily kibble leaves a greasy film in the bowl. That, mixed with saliva, can create a nasty-looking dish. Wet food left uneaten will dry up and smell. 
Soap and hot water is all you need to keep the food dishes clean. Throwing them in the dishwasher works great too. Don't forget chew toys that you stuff food into and favorite furry toys that get slobbered need to be cleaned as well. Litter boxes are a hassle, but a necessity for our indoor cats. Old clay litter, when wet, turns to cement and excessive urine will accumulate onto the litter box. You need to empty and clean the box with soap and hot water every day. The clumping litters absorb the urine to form balls. Daily maintenance is necessary, but dumping out all the litter and washing the box needs to be done only on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. With time, even plastic litter boxes absorb odor, so replacing boxes occasionally is advised. Pet beds should be vacuumed or shaken every couple of days and washed when they become smelly. Bedding can harbor parasites like fleas and be a magnet for pollen and dust, so a clean bed will help your pet's health. Wash your pet's bed the same day you bathe your pet to optimize your cleaning. Cages holding birds or small rodents need careful attention. You should wipe down the cage with a damp cloth to clean soiled parts of that cage and any inside housing, toys, or perches. Replacing the flooring substrate and cleaning the cage floor and other cage parts needs to be done at least once a week. You may need to use a scrub brush to get into the corners and remove dried matter. Make sure the clean floor is thoroughly dry so mold doesn't grow in the corners. This all sounds overwhelming, but once you get into the routine, it isn't that bad. I recommend having the children in the house become involved in the pet maintenance. After all, they all promise to take care of the pet when campaigning to get one. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug. <laughs>